Hi everyone, this is Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Everything is Football. Don't go away. Hello everyone, and welcome to another EIF podcast. My name is Tomas Rousseau, and I'm here with the very entertaining Mark Yeshwin. And, and Mark, when I call you entertaining, I want our listeners to understand that you're a funny guy, but it's usually because your opinions are so far out there, you know, especially your hatred towards Ronaldo, that we, we can't help but laugh. But, you know, I think for this podcast, Mark, I think you're going to have some more fair opinions because it doesn't involve, you know, the legendary CR7 or Chelsea, but rather Liverpool, who, just like Real Madrid, are in a bit of a crisis. But unlike Madrid, you know, it's a little more cause for concern. Because ever since Liverpool beat Man City 1-0 on December 31st, and everyone said, oh, look, they can go and challenge Chelsea. They have drawn 2-2 against Sunderland. They tied Plymouth Argyle 0-0 in the FA Cup at home. They then lost to Southampton 1-0 in the first leg of the, of the EFL Cup semifinal. They then drew Man U 1-1, managed to squeak by Plymouth Argyle in the, in the replay 1-0 away from home. Great, you know, great away victory for Liverpool. They then lost at home to Swansea City 3-2. Lost the second leg to Southampton in the EFL Cup. And, like we saw this past weekend, lost to Wolves at home 2-1 in the fourth round of the FA Cup. And now, of course, the big game coming up. Liverpool-Chelsea in the league. It's in Anfield. Mark, before we get to that game, how much of a crisis is this for Liverpool? Because, you know, unlike Madrid, this is one win and I think eight games in 2017. That's dreadful. Mm, I think the only silver lining that you can take here if you're a Liverpool fan is that at the end of the day, how important are the League Cup and FA Cup to your season as a whole? Will people remember that they crashed out of the FA Cup and the EFL Cup in the same week if at the end of the season, you know, Liverpool finish in the top four, which is really all their fans wanted at the start of the season. Um, I think that, you know, if this was, if this was FM, for instance, you would see, you know, one win in seven and you'd see one win in seven and you're like, not that good. But, you know, the fact that they come in the FA cup and the EFL cup tournaments that, you know, no one, the fans don't really, really care about. um, I think that it's okay. The far more concerning result is, you know, the 3-2 home defeat to Swansea, um, stuff like that. But I, I do think that this shouldn't really be considered a crisis necessarily because most of these defeats, they sort of played rotated 11s. Um, Klopp is trying to keep his players fresh. He doesn't have a very deep team. They do not, like You go past the starting eleven. And this is not a very deep team. And, you know, they also lost Sadio Mane, who for me is their best player. Him, Coutinho, and Lalana are the three, you know, most important players on the team. So you take him out and you lose so much. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens with Liverpool. The game that will really determine, you know, whether Liverpool should be in crisis mode or if this was just a little blip where they lost in the FA Cup and EFL Cup is the game against Chelsea on Tuesday. Liverpool tend to play incredibly well against the top six. And, you know, if they come out and they get a win here, 
then I think everyone forgets about all these defeats, all the eliminations from the tournaments. Um, and I think all will be forgotten. And once Sadio Mane comes back, whenever that may be, um, then Liverpool are, will probably get back to where they were. But this is a huge, huge, huge spell for Liverpool right now because they have Chelsea, Tottenham, and Arsenal in the next month um, in February and then the first week of March. And these are the types of games that can really define your season. They've, as I said, they've, they are currently leading the, you know, the mini table between the top six. So if they emerge with three victories in those games, then I think this little blip will be forgotten, but it's a big if, and Liverpool certainly are going to have to step it up if they're going to want to take down Chelsea on Tuesday. I think to, to start off uh, from what you said, I, I do agree that the EFL Cup, nobody really cares that much other than perhaps the smaller teams who, you know, that's probably their only chance of silverware. But the FA Cup, Mark, yeah, it's, it's, it's not as important as it was back in the day. But, you know, if, as a Chelsea fan, when we got knocked out by Bradford a couple years back in the, I think it was the fourth round, trust me, it, it stings. And I still remember that, that we got knocked out by, you know, by a small club at home. So I, I don't think Liverpool fans are just going to brush over that. Um, for me, though, like you said, the, the laws of Mane make such a huge difference because this Liverpool team simply isn't, isn't deep enough. Even their starting lineup, you could argue, you know, is the, the way they play so well could be more down to, it could easily be attributed more to the fact that, that Klopp has such, uh, you know, attacking uh, tactics and, and obviously his famous pressing. But and and is able to transform players like Adam Olana into or arguably world class. So although you know that's a discussion for another day if Olana is is at that level yet. But you know the the team itself, the starting eleven is not fantastic. The bench is way less fantastic. Really, the the bench is less than stellar. And you know let's not forget that on top of Mane missing right now, you know Coutinho was out for a while. He's just really coming back into full fitness in the past, you know, in the past uh, couple weeks. And you know when you lose those two players, just like with Madrid losing key players for for Liverpool, arguably those two are the most important players. Uh, and when you lose them and you're nowhere near as deep as a Real Madrid, you see this happen. And uh, unfortunately for Liverpool, it's coming at a bad time of the season. Uh, usually. When you see teams slump, this is what I find interesting. When you see teams slump, it's usually in December. But with Liverpool, we're seeing we saw them do fairly well in December, and then you know 2017 comes in, and and this happens. So uh, is this a crisis? Absolutely. Is this cause for concern? Well, I mean, they're out of both cups they're participating because obviously they're not in the Champions League or the Europa League. Can they win the Prem? Eh, well, if they beat Chelsea, perhaps they still have a chance. But realistically, you'd say at this point that Liverpool are not, not going to be winning the Prem. And for me, I think what's most disappointing if I was a Liverpool fan is the fact that Liverpool started the season so well, not, not only with the results, but when you watch Liverpool play, especially earlier on, you know, you, you watch them and you, you thought, you know, this is like the Barca of all, this is like, this is like Bayern Munich. They're dominating teams. You know, a team, you know, when you come up against Liverpool, it's suffocating. Because as good as Chelsea are now, and, and we're on our, our, our 13 match or 12 match, however many matches it was in the uh, winning run, it was, it was more a, 
you know, the team being really solid and having, you know, individual moments of brilliance rather than what we saw with Liverpool where it's, like I said, just suffocating. They're all over you. You don't have time to breathe for 90 minutes. But perhaps, you know, perhaps you could say this is down to Klopp's uh, intense managerial style because if, if we remember Dortmund, you know, uh, a few years back, there was that long spell where Dortmund were even in trouble of being relegated. And now we see this with Liverpool where they're coming down from such a good start to the season. Is this a trip? Could this be attributed to the fact that the Klopp tires clears out? Perhaps. But like you said, the game on Tuesday is absolutely massive for them. And I think for the title race in general, because in my opinion, if Chelsea go in there and just don't lose this game, I think it's very, very tough to see Chelsea not winning the league. Will Chelsea go into Liverpool and win? I think we will. And, you know, perhaps that's my, me as a biased Chelsea fan saying that. But if you just look what happened when Chelsea lost to Spurs, we bounced right back. Liverpool clearly do not have that ability. They're missing Mane. Chelsea are on a road, dispatched Brentford quite easily this weekend, like Liverpool should have done at home against Wycombe. And, sorry, not Wycombe, against Wolves, uh, different Wanderers. Um, so, you know, Mark, for me, Chelsea will win the game. It will be the end of the league, and it will be a true crisis for Liverpool. But I'm interested to hear from you. Do you think, first of all, do you think Klopp is to blame for this because he simply tires players out? And two, what is going to happen on Tuesday? Uh, I, I, I think this is also sort of coming together for Liverpool now and showing that Klopp had been getting the best out of players who weren't exactly world-class. You know, Vinaldum's a very good player, but I don't think he's at the level of a team that should be contending for the title. Same with the likes of Jordan Henderson, James Milner, Roberto Firmino, Sturridge, Origi, etc. Um, and don't even get me started on the back line. Um, and so I think that this was all, you know, this was going to happen at some point to Liverpool. They were playing, I think, above their level. Um, and so especially when you have all these games in very quick succession and he can't play his best 11 and he has to play the likes of, you know, Lucas Leva and, you know, these types of, you know, Ragnar Klavan was getting an extended role in the team because Joel Matip was out. Um, yeah, so I just think that this this was a Liverpool team that desperately needed a couple January signings. They needed maybe a loan deal, um, maybe one big signing because they knew that Mane was going to be leaving. Um, and they knew that's a huge that was a huge hole, um, and they never really filled that. And they've struggled since he's gone, and and I think that's that's why we've seen. Um, Liverpool struggle so much, but I do think that on Tuesday it'll it'll be a close game. I don't. It's it's tough to say. I do think Liverpool will win. I'll I'll say that they generally perform very very well against the top six. Um, you know they were unlucky. I thought to to draw against United. Um, a late goal there from Ibra pegged them back. So I, you know what, I'm going to give Liverpool and Klopp the benefit of the doubt here. It has not been a good January by any means, but a win against Chelsea on Tuesday, which I think they're very capable of, um, would have it all being forgotten. Well, I mean, no, no surprise there, Mark, that you would obviously pick against my Blues. Not, you know, least surprising <laughs> today. But be- before we wrap up, you know, what does actually speak of Chelsea? What this reminds me of, Mark, 
is Jose Mourinho's first season back at Chelsea, you know, a few, uh, three years ago. Chelsea beat all the big teams, literally ran the table against the big teams pretty much. What happened? We couldn't beat the small teams. And it was a home defeat to Sunderland towards the end of the season that ended up costing us the title, really. And we're seeing the same against Liverpool. They can go out and beat, beat the big teams and then go and, you know, and draw to Sunderland or, or lose to Swansea at home. So I think, that, I think the takeaway here from the premise, do well against the big teams, but don't forget that the little teams can hurt you because the Premier League is the one league in the world, arguably the league as well now, where any team can beat any team. And with that, we're going to wrap up today, Mark. Everyone make sure to like us on Facebook at Everything is Football. We're about to break 1 million followers. Thank you so much uh, to all our fans, first and foremost. And also... Make sure to follow us on our other social media channels on Instagram, on SoundCloud, and on Twitter at EIS Soccer. Thank you very much for listening and have a good day. Goodbye.